Hi, I'm Paul Rudd, and I'm hosting SNL this week with musical guest One Direction, a band I used to be in but was unceremoniously asked to leave. Sorry, Paul. Sorry, Mel. Yeah. I'm so sorry. No hard feelings. Yeah, well, there's hard feelings. There's hard feelings. <laughs> Another player in your game for two. Wrong boy band, also. That's not Might the words. Might sound crazy, but it ain't no lie, baby. Ba ba ba. One Direction is what we're talking about today. No. It da 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 songs they play. Can you just introduce our show, please? Hi. Um, well, <laughs> welcome to I Think You'd Be Into It, the podcast about your problematic faves. Um, I'm Zane Malik. Is, is that one of them? Is that one of the boys? <laughs> we'll find no. out. I think Won't one of them's named Zane, but I think Malik, you're thinking like Remy Malik. I might be. But there's more than one Malik boy. I don't know. There's... Hi, I'm your other host, uh, Betts Corsato. I don't know if he introduced himself. I, I think I did. Well, I introduced myself as name Malik, not as my, my actual human name, which I refuse to do. Your human name? My human name. Hi, I'm oh your other God. host, Brandon Beck. Oh my God. Whitney, please jump in here. He'll keep going forever. <laughs> um, our, our guest today is um, a writer, a friend of the internet. I feel like it's the best way to describe her. Yeah. Um, T- Twitter personality. Yeah, Twitter personality. Um, person that somehow knows everyone I know online. Owner of Emma the Cat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Most importantly, owner of Emma the Cat. Uh, yes. Whitney uh, Reynolds. How's it going? Hello. It's going all right. Cool, I cool, can, cool. I'm going to try to wake up Emma the Cat, maybe get get her a, a statement from her. Ooh. Yeah, um, em- Emma that? the... Oh. Emma the cat tweets have. Hold on, she's Ooh. trying. No, it was a little chirp. I didn't get much. Ah, that's all right. Uh, that's. It's yeah. a very good little. We'll, we'll add it in post. Yeah, our cat. Our cat does a lot of. Yeah, yeah our, Emma's our, very chirpy. Our cat also does a lot of poking me in the face and armpit at six thirty in the morning. But that's yeah. another story. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Whitney, how are you? I'm doing I'm doing okay. I I'm uh, my voice is a little it's a it's raspy a little bit from singing some very good karaoke last night. Oh yeah. Yeah. What what Which uh, included many songs by One Direction. Ooh. Ooh. Um I'm not sure I could name any. Yeah, I I don't I don't think I could either. Um I I'm just going to go ahead and straight up ask um is is our ignorance of the the Sweet Boys in 1D gonna get all of the teens on the internet mad at us you think we have teens listening teens to listen this to your show well i mean you've got a pretty sizable teen following so uh it's fine they're not <laughs> nobody cares many people no. don't know we're not saying they're it's, bad it, we just don't know about them yeah That's you're getting to learn now though everybody... i do know i do know that they're no longer teens but for the purpose of this show i guarantee you brandon's going to refer to them as such oh, for the entirety they were of the show. teens one Men they were teens when they teens. started. I know that. Once teens. <laughs> what teens? What I want to ask to both dudes. of you, if I well, can. this is like how he insists that. Actually, I'm not getting into that. Oh no, I will. Um, it's like <laughs> how I insist in Final Fantasy 15 that all of the 
main characters are teens. There are exactly two teens in that game. They are all teens. In spirit, they are all yeah, teens. Yeah, they're... It's, yeah, they're teens. It's fine. It was a, Whitney, I think you put more hours into that game than I did. They're all teens, right? Yeah. Yeah, I played about 120 hours of Final Fantasy XV. I can guarantee that everyone in it is a teen. No, Shit, that's a lot of teens. two of them are teens. Um, did you really want those teens to like you? Because that, that was what I struggled with that entire game. I'm like, man, I want these teens to like me. Yeah, I, I, they were my best friends. And then there's a, a point in the plot where the teens don't like you when you get into a fight with your friends. And it made me so upset. I had to stop playing the game for two weeks. <laughs> oh, is, is that the part where one of your teens just has to hobble along and makes it take twice as long as it should? Yeah, one of your teens is hobbling along and another of your teens is yelling at you. And it's and dark and there are like crocodile monsters. And it was so upsetting to me. I couldn't play the game for two weeks because it was like, it's, this is my nightmare. All of my friends are mad at me and I'm in a swamp. <laughs> I got to the part where all of my teens were on a train and I'm like, I think I've had enough teens for now. I don't know where yeah. this train is going, and I don't know if I care. It's going to hell. They were all in a fight then, too. Oh, yeah. they were. It was just a lot of, like, yeah. brooding and then having to walk the length of this train several times. It's like 70 hours of fun road trip with your buds, and then everybody fights, and, it's, and it gets sad. And, like, somehow... So I support anybody who doesn't finish the game. It's cool. You can stop at Chapter 8. Because I got to, like, chapter, I think, 13, and I was like, I don't, I just, I don't know. Because I knew I was so yeah. close to the end, too. Like, there's, like, 14 chapters, maybe 15? Yeah, yeah. Um, 15 would be appropriate. I'll, I'll go back and finish those sweet, sweet teens one day. But um, on to but, some other... We're talking about the wrong boy band. That's what he said. He said we're going to go to some other sweet, sweet teens. On, on, to some, on to the sweet, sweet teens of the day. Uh, one Direction. I... I would like to ask you two a question before okay. I I would like you two to give me your best uh, approximations, guesses, knowledge of the names of the boys in One Direction. Okay. Uh, so okay. So I know There's, we've got Zane. Zane is the one I Zane, I, the, is, Zane is the one I'm 100 percent sure on. Don't know his yes. last name. I think it's I think it's Malik. I think it's Malik. It or is Malik. Or whatever. You are okay. correct. It so, is, so it is Saint Malik. You are I'm, I'm 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 one for four. Uh, I think there's five. Is there five? Yeah. Is, well, is... yeah. The yeah before Zane. Yeah, Zane did leave, but originally there were five. And is this one of the situations where four... like the the fifteen is like a Billy Preston figure who's only sort of like tertiary, or is he like another proper? No, he was, and then full time, and team. then he left and went solo. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then there were four. Hmm. And then one got eaten, and then there were three. <laughs> um, so the, uh, the other teens, there's Zane, there's mm-hmm. Cloud. I, can't, I don't know. I can't pull any of their names out of the ether. It's one of those things that when I read about them, I'm like, oh, that's a One Direction boy. But if you ask me to just, like, name them, pfft, no. It's just best. You, any, any other guesses? Uh, there's Donatello. <laughs> Yep. I know. Th- well, I know their agent is Master Splinter. I know that much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Zane like and is one of them like Robbie or, or Rob or Bob or no, no. Nope. Um... Jul- Julian. Yeah, yeah, correct. Is um, that actually right? No. <laughs> okay. I was really excited. And uh... Uh, one, one more, one more attempt. Come on. John uh... C. Riley. Yes. Okay. Um, One more from Beth. One more. Is there a... 
something that, there's two that start with l if you want to i'm trying to think of a clue. I'm like i'm like desperately looking at the ceiling like that's gonna give me the answer like the tweets that my friends have tweeted about this will appear before me on the ceiling and i'll remember <laughs> like one of them is just going to emerge um it's going to be carried by yelling. a small spider um Joe, yes, uh, that's oh, correct. Joe Walsh and Glenn Frey. Lindsay? Yeah. Lin- <laughs> yes, Lindsay. That's a boy's name in England sometimes, isn't it? Sometimes. Okay, so just... So oh, just okay. Lori? So, so just, just to cover, my 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 guesses were... Uh, okay, you at least had Donatello. Right. Donatello. No, you, John had, C- you, you had Zane. All you had Zane, was Zane. Donatello, John C. Riley, Joe Walsh, and Glenn Frey are the five members of One Direction. And your guesses were... Mostly a static and, noise and moans. So how accurate I'm going to give that to Beth because uh, that's often what I feel what, like when I'm thinking of One Direction, <laughs> static noises and moans. Oh, wait, here we uh, go. Like- the, the, the gentlemen of One Direction are Zayn Malik, Harry Styles, Louis Tomlinson, Liam Payne, and Niall Horan. Oh, Ooh, Harry Styles. Styles is the other one I've heard of. I yeah, saw Kristen he, Wiig play him on TV once. <laughs> I just I looked them up. Do you want to see these teens faces? Oh yeah, let me let me look, look at, at these, these teens faces. Let me look at these sweet teens. boys. Um, yeah, you, yeah. Ooh, um, I mean, so so Zane does look like a little bit of a rebel. Uh, he's very broody. He's got those. He's got very dramatic eyes. And he's he's got uh, plugs in his ears or whatever those fucking things are called. Um, oh Louis no, no lo- he just has earrings. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Louis or Louis, you unless like you're should. looking at some a manip. <laughs> it, it, it might be. I, 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 I would never trust anything that Google. I see of One Direction isn't like fanfic slash. Porn. No, they're just big earrings. It's it's just a weird photo. Yeah, he just has earrings. <laughs> so, um, uh, Whitney, if you, if I like, you... I like when. Sorry, when you look at them on Google, they're just all listed as vocals. They're a band with five people that are just vocals. <laughs> it's five vocals Correct. and a steel drum. One Direction. Yeah. Uh, Niall now, does occasionally play uh, guitar. Oh. Yeah, it's mostly. Yeah. So, uh, Whitney. Yeah, uh, I never would have pulled the name Niall. Jesus. We we start He's every show. Oh. Um, yeah. So we start every show by asking our guests uh, to give us uh, their 30-second elevator pitch on what's so cool about this thing. So you could you tell us uh, why you love these sweet, sweet boys so much? It's five cute boys who sing fun songs and run around and flop on top of each other and are friends and have fun antics that I can then project my personal feelings upon. Excellent. I'm showing him a picture of them when they truly were teens, when they were little babies. Oh, when they were little, little puppies. Yeah. And they're, they're all, every garment they're wearing is the same shade of teal. Well, it was a promo photo. <laughs> yeah. Um they did there's there's very little of the classic boy band of them all wearing the same or similar things. That's 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 not that's not something that they they did very much. They were like, "No." <laughs> um so, could we talk a little bit more about the flopping on top of each other? <laughs> that's the part I think I'm most Well, for one thing, in. unlike unlike most boy bands, they don't dance. They okay. Are, n- none of them are dancers and they're, so they're you mostly... just stand on stage and sing? No, they, they run around, and there's a lot of falling down, especially Harry in particular. Uh, there's lots... I mean, I, I believe my first exposure to Harry Styles was seeing a gif of him 
just totally eating it on stage. And I was like, nice. Good. Um, that, was, the, that was like so, the, uh, the I, I fell in love with Jimmy Buffett when I saw a video of him falling off the front of the stage in Australia. <laughs> Congratulations. That's the first time anyone has ever compared Harry Styles and Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Yep, and, and now no, if actually, anyone was totally going to do it, it was going to be Brandon. Yep, and yeah, now that I know who he is, it won't be the last. Thinking about it, no, it's probably totally not. <laughs> Harry, Harry Styles is living that boat life sometimes. Well, I mean, okay, so Harry is definitely... In a big floppy open shirt. Harry is definitely the Jimmy, which I, which I guess means uh, Niall is more the Greg Fingers Taylor of the group. Uh, yeah, yeah. And Z- Zane is like one hundo the Mac McAnally of, of the group. I'm just not sure which of the two remaining boys is musical director Michael Utley. But we can figure that out on another uh, another day. Yeah, I'm going to guess Louie. Oh, yeah, Louie is 100% musical director and longtime coral reefer Michael Utley. Um, so. so also to continue the flopping around on top of each other is that these boys are just so affectionate. And in, you know, every time there's an interview, there's five of them and they're like, uh, it's like, do you need a separate chair? It's like, no, we'll all just sit in a pile. <laughs> Great. I, I have a friend. Um, I, uh, we, we occasionally meet, uh, I meet with these couple of friends and we have basically a shame summit and <laughs> he talks about his, we had, a, we had a cultural exchange where he really loves a Japanese idol group, uh, AKB 48 and I love One Direction, and we exchanged information, and we, we do this over, over drinks and Japanese food. And he was like, one time I saw uh, an interview where one of my girls, one of my, my idols, interviewed your boys, and it was so awkward, I couldn't stand it. And later he sent me the video, and I was like, oh no, they're just like that in every video. <laughs> they're, just, they're just weird idiots that, was, that are that, having fun. That was like when David Byrne interviewed Fish for this PBS show, and it was like... <laughs> The weirdest, stiffest crossover I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, it's like, no, and then so, we're going to make them all play rock, paper, scissors, and that's it. I Like, that feels dirty somehow. I, I know it's not, but it feels dirty. Mm, it's a little dirty. <laughs> so, um, the, the, the music of these, of these sweet, sweet boys, how, how would you describe the music of a 1D? Well, I actually, I came to 1D uh, through the music. I, I was like a fan of their music for about a year and a half before I slipped and became full direction, as okay. I call it. <laughs> and I was just, because I was just like, I like to listen to pop music and it would like come up on, on Spotify or Pandora or whatever. And I was like, eh, this is fun. This is like fun pop music. And and that's, you know, sure. they're... Their albums, they, they put out five albums in five years, which is why Zayn had a breakdown and had to leave the band. Yeah, that's some, like, <laughs> so Beatles const- shit right there. That's a lot. As they were, they were constantly, constantly touring and put out, you know, five albums in five years, and, and now they're all like, we're very tired, and we don't want to do that again right now. We're all going to do solo stuff and relax a bit and sleep sometimes in the same building for more than two nights in a row. Well, you know, the, the uh, monkeys put out four records in a year, so he can fucking suck it up. The monkeys... <laughs> Had somebody fucking churning that out for them, that's, though. That's true. With the exception of the one record where they played all the music and it took, like, three times as long. And people didn't go on yeah. as many world tours back then. That's true. Yeah. They didn't They didn't do as many, like, 150 shows in six months kind of things. True. So those those boys were, were wrung out. Part of One Direction, it's, it's all very complicated emotions because they came to prominence due to being on The X Factor. Where they all, I don't know if, if you know any of the history of how One Direction came to be, 
Um, not in the they all slightest. auditioned for the X Factor, um, and and all you know got through as solo boy, solo. They did not know each other. They they were you know constructed as most boy bands are. So they were and free range boys. Them, they were free range boys, and none of them got through. But then Simon Cowell and uh, one of the girls from the Pussycat Dolls were like, "Wait a minute, those those boys all seem pretty good. Let's put them in a band together." And they did, and then they you know were on on the X factor and there's, you know, just constant access. Like everybody's getting special videos and you're seeing all, they're all living together in a house flopping on top of each other and, you know, making special videos. So it's this, it's this boy band in the era of modern constant access. So that's part of the reason why they've had such a, have such an appeal. Cause you feel like you're seeing every moment of their lives and you feel like, you know, them, you feel like this is, these are my friends one direction and I know their feelings and I understand and we, it's 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 like with you know I, I was reading a, a story the other day about how people think you know YouTubers are their friends because they're you know talking directly to you and with, when you've seen so much of these five sweet boys you feel like these are these are my boys I understand these boys I've seen everything I was that that feels exactly like like the best podcasts feel where yeah where it's exactly like, oh okay I. Like my friend Jordan Morris is just talking to me with my other friend Jesse Thorne. Like yes, it, exactly. it's, huh? That that like that hadn't occurred to me as like a reason to be into a a, a band, but that makes perfect it, sense. I'm still really, it, but it also leads to a bit of like the the tragedy of One Direction is that then because they are you know on a massive scale, it's like it's they have you know everybody they they give so they gave so much of of their every moment. But everybody wants more. They're like, no, let, what's happening in the moments that you aren't letting us see? We need, we need more of you. We need to eat you alive. So, and, and that's something, these are things you think about when you're a 35-year-old fan of One Direction. Well, you <laughs> know, I, I, I just went to a screening of a four-hour-long documentary about the Grateful Dead, which is perhaps <laughs> the most, like, Brandon-ass thing I could have done that night. Sure um, is. <laughs> and the thesis of that movie was basically... Deadheads killed Jerry Garcia, and Didn't it's he die not of cancer. He he had a heart attack. Oh. Um, and there was also one point where he just went into a coma for a week. Um, but like, yeah, the the movie's whole thesis was basically, yeah, yeah, Deadheads, it's your fault. Your guy is dead, and it's not incorrect. Um, so it did the the so the fans murdered One Direction is what you're saying. Well, they're still yeah. around. They just had to take a break for a little bit. Oh, I thought they were done. Yes, they are on extended hiatus, oh. and and they've they've all said, you know, we'll like, we'll come back someday. There's no like, you know, not when we're forty because that will be awkward. Yeah, but, I was gonna say they're they're still like there's no like behind the music special on any of them yet. They're all still okay. Sure, they're just not touring as One Direction. Yeah, they're all they're all putting out their they're all putting out their music. solo albums. They're all okay. <laughs> Um, They're all fine. I'm still really enjoying the idea of a shame summit. I think I need to have one of those. Uh, JK, yeah, no, I don't. We, I have one need, of those. We with... have we we have a, we have quarterly meetings. Oh my god! Yeah, I just I think that's we have, just we, my, we my entire Twitter and everything. Feed. My entire Twitter feed is my very public shame summit. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you if you had to pick. Let's say two songs that someone would listen to as like a primer for for the old one day. 
if you wanted to give somebody the one D, uh, what would you give them? Best song ever in story of my life. Oh, all right, that was super fast. Are those two songs, or was that one answer? That was that was two songs, and I'll give you a third one as well, and it's "Kiss You." Well, because you said okay, so one of them is actually called "Best Song Ever." Yeah, okay. that was my first. the The real first way I I came to to like I had heard them sort of passively, and I was like, "Yeah, these boys are good." And then uh, on on Tumblr about three or four years ago, where all good uh, things start. Yeah, uh, I became aware of these pictures of of the beautiful Zayn Malik in drag because he appears in drag in the best song ever video. And I was like, well, I have to see this. And then I watched it and then I watched it another four times and then I bought best song ever and I listened to it, you know, 700 times in a row because it's a great song. It's we danced all night to the best song ever. You know, all right. Line, but I can't remember how it goes. But So, oh, so that's what you know. Tenacious D's tribute is about. I, I've, I've, I've said many times that if we can find one more song, we have Tenacious D's Tribute and then Best Song Ever. And if we need a third song about whatever the best song is, we can figure it out. We need to triangulate it. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it exists. I'm sure there's another song about the best song ever. But I, I don't. And we so, can use, use the math. We might have to national treasure this. I mean, on uh, <laughs> going back to, to saying, like, oh, I saw St. Malik and Drag, I feel like. That's at least, well, maybe not because they're British, but I feel like if they were an American band, you would never, never have seen that. You know, I feel like no, there's no. definitely some sensibility and the fact that they're willing to, like, make fun of themselves and be like, fuck it, this is who we are. Unless this they were the we're doing. In fact, In fact, the name of their, their documentary, which, the, which Best Song Ever was released, is subtitled, This Is Us. Is it? All right. So is, they just... Can, that a TV show? Uh, yeah, no, yes, and it's been, it, is. it is a TV show, and it's been extremely confusing for me. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's that watching? actually you're actually getting me a little more interested in seeing this. In that, like, you know, when you think boy band, you think like, oh god, boy band, like, oh, they did they, you know, all the posts and stuff, and, and everybody has this persona. But it seems like they're just kind of five dudes that don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to a little a bit, and you know, they they all have a bunch of tattoos, and you know. A little less like we're. I, I grew up in the era of you know In Sync and, and the Backstreet Boys, who were very oh yeah, me too, kind of squeaky clean. And you had and to I'm pick gonna, one. I'm not going to like both. I, I don't. I can't remember which one is which. So yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I was I've, listening I've, to a lot of J. Oh, I know which one is which, so. but I remember when I was growing up, you had to pick one. You weren't allowed yeah. to like both. One of the one of the best uh, Overwatch shit posts I've ever seen was something you showed me actually. Of uh, the beginning of the Bye 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 video, uh, only they replaced all of their faces with Reaper, Reaper yeah. and it was die, die, die. Nice. Yeah, it was dumb, <laughs> but it made me laugh. I mean, to this day, the best Overwatch shitpost I've ever seen is a, uh, a stock photo of a bad-looking cowboy holding his gun out, and above him in Comic Sans, it says, it's 12 o'clock. <laughs> I only, uh, just a couple weeks ago, I decided... I decided I'm I'm gonna understand Overwatch, and I basically like you can't. put on on the VR helmet and like stuck my hands directly into my laptop, and I'm like I'm going in, and I I came out, you know, about twelve hours later, and I was like I understand Overwatch now. Yeah, it's a dumb game, and, and I love and now it. I've pl- and now I've played it a whole two times. Ooh, wow! I've never played it. I've just watched him play it, but it's a dumb game, and it's great. 
Oh yeah. However, it's... I've also read hundreds of thousands of words of fan fiction. Oh, I I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I uh, you know, let's 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 sidebar on that. You're um I'm you sure pretty... there's a lot of One Direction fanfic, so I don't think we need to sidebar too much. I've hard. read millions of words of One Direction fanfic. No exaggeration. Okay, the, well cuz you I know you go pretty deep on fanfic to begin with. Yeah. What it's, is it's, I'm old school. What what does fanfic about a real life band entail? Often kissing. Okay. Yeah. Most fanfic involves kissing. Sure. Most fanfic involves kissing. Um and, you know, and boys kissing uh, the, specifically. The, and how, you know, that that might have come about or, you know, things around that. Uh, big in, in, in One Direction circles are also people who write a lot of AUs, also known as alternate universes, where it's like, oh, it's in this one, uh, Zane is a florist and Louis is a baker. And then all and this is they all work together in a coffee shop. And it's just that. I don't like those. Oh, so, so it's basically just putting 1D into sitcom scenarios. It's just putting 1D into, like, it's like, this is, uh, it's the spy AU, or every, it's like, it's One Direction, only they're all spies, and it's, or it's One Direction, and everybody's a vampire, and... Okay, then let, let me, let me, let me pitch you one, then. It's, it's, yeah. it's one I'll day... I'll tell you if I've read it or not. Oh, yeah, there's a good chance you might have read it. Okay, so it's one day, it's Korea, it's the 1950s, we, we push in on a mobile army surgical hospital, um... Where jeeps are flying by, and there's a there's a bustle, and there's choppers coming in with wounded, and uh, we we push into the uh, the surgery room, and there's One Direction, and they're all doing uh, meatball surgery on on young young boys, and then their their friend uh, Trapper John comes in, and they drink martinis. Uh, it's perfect. If I remembered more about Mash, I would be able to like cast it for you. Uh, but I haven't watched that in a really long time. Actually, there's, there's like, that's that's a very popular thing amongst the One Direction fandom is, like, uh, casting things. It's, like, who, like, you know, anything, like, types of, like, which which egg dish would each member of One Direction be? Or, like, which characters in this? Like, which, what is the, it's, like, how would it assign? And there's, in fact, a podcast that's just, that's just come out called uh, 1D As, where it's just, they name off, I've got it open in a tab, it's, like, it's like what type types of pen, uh, you know, what mythical creatures, what? Well, now I have to know which kind of egg dish each of the one D boys are. Well, go to one D as podcast dot tumblr dot com. Is, is, uh, is this and, your and other podcast? Seconds. No, it's not. It's 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 uh, uh, people I like vaguely know on <laughs> off of Twitter. Um. Or, or, other grown-up 1D fangirls. So, what is what is the the appeal of a of a 1D fanfic? Like, I I I've I've never really understood the fanfic thing in general, but like specifically for something like this, like like what is what is the appeal there? Well, it's you're you're taking these. As I said, it's like you feel like you know these these boys, and you're taking these personalities that you feel like you know. And then it's it's the, the ability to like tell a story with these this this you know pre-existing. I mean that's what fanfic is all is all about. It's like here is this pre-existing character that I can or situation that I can work with, and now I can explore 
things that I wouldn't, you know, regularly see in the in the original work or things that I would not see in the real world. So it was like if I if I want to, you know, uh, I know in real life that Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson are not in love and are not in a secret relationship, but I well, could write a they story. They may be in love, just not in that way. Yeah, you know, friend love. And uh, But then I can write a story where that happens, and that's, uh, like, and that's a, something I want to see. Or, you know, I, I'm like, I want to see a story where uh, Zane uh goes to the moon and then i can then and then all the other boys go to the moon to get him back and get him to rejoin their their gang now have they, are there so are there fan fiction in general is about taking taking stuff that that it's 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 playing you know playing with your dolls more or less it's playing pretend yeah. well speaking but of other people uh, get to enjoy it not fanfic but but friend love i think that's kind of a to me and when people i know that really like One Direction. I think one of the things they talk a lot about is the, and I, this kind of touches on earlier when I was like, oh, you wouldn't see a American boy band like have somebody in drag in their video. And I think it's a, a lot of people see them as this like international sign of like healthy masculinity to a degree. Yeah. Although one of them was dating Taylor Swift, I think. So. Well, we got, we got a whole lot of good Taylor Swift songs out of, out of she and Harry Styles three month relationship. So that's true. One, oh, of which was, one of did, which was sung. Yeah. She I, has a song I, literally called Style. <laughs> yep. I had no idea that uh, that, that Tay-Tay and Hair Hair were, uh, were a unit. Briefly, they did. For a brief yeah. while. Now, was this before Hiddle Swift? Yes. Oh, way before. Okay, now, was, now was this for... Pre-Calvin pre Harris. Was this before Swiftlin Hall? This was like a long time ago. Swillin Hall? This is a while ago. I think it was okay. like 2012, 2013. Yeah, it was a while ago. Like so she was like 10. No, but I know she's, a lot about... She's older She's older than him. Yeah. Fair enough. She's a year younger than me. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Harry's... God, I'm such, an, I'm such an old man. I'm such a fucking old man. But yeah, I anyway, that. I, I think I'm, it is. I'm five years older than you. Yeah. <laughs> True. I was going to say, I think it is... I think that is what I see a lot of people talking about, like just the idea that they're an international sensation portraying fairly healthy masculinity of like, I don't know, they can love their bros like and it's OK. Yeah. And that is that is like, a you know, without even like getting my dirty fanfic paws all over it. It is absolutely wonderful to see like, you know, five young lads just like hugging each other and like hanging out and not like, you know, doing any punching no homo stuff. It's it's sweet. But then, of course, the the flip side is that uh, crazy fans who want um, their you know secret relationships to be a true thing in life have like harassed people's families, and then and it's like oh now they're uh, too uncomfortable to touch each other because fans have made it weird. You know, really, the story of One Direction is how fan fandom it giveth and taketh away. Actually, that that leads me to my my next question. This is this a real question? It is. Uh, what could you tell me about Louis Tomlinson's fake baby that's not real? Uh, his baby is very real. Because according to the internet, his his baby is not real. Uh, yeah, this is part of the whole the whole Larry phenomenon. Okay, which, which I may I may or may not have for a brief minute been caught up in, but then I uh, came back to reality, and it's like 
it's none of my business. And it's also definitely not true that there's a vast conspiracy that would make two grown humans have to keep their relationship secret. There's no such thing. As, oh, yeah. That's like, if you're a wanna, like, if, corner if you like of... getting into conspiracies. Yeah. Like there's conspiracy a conspiracy whole... websites. It's, yeah, it's it, weird. Yeah. There's a whole corner in the internet that's like convinced that uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's relationship is marriage is fake and the baby is like stolen or some shit. Like, yeah, there's all kinds of it's 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 happened again and again that people uh, they're they're called tin hatters uh, where it's, it's sure. you know yeah where you you the difference it's 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 when you you know it's it's fun to just you know like shipping something is just innocent fun you don't think it's real you have a yeah. you're like no in, in real life I know I'm just it's, having fun tin hatting is uh, it's real and the Soviets are trying to keep it a secret from me well and also it's it gets into that point of obsession that borders on stalkering where you're like their relationship can't be real because uh they're going to have a relationship with me oh yeah that that comes that comes out too yeah but yeah but no yeah this is this is the crazy thing since since louis did in fact have a child and and but that you know breaks with the the narrative that uh that the, the the crazy people have have put up so they had to invent weird things i try not it it bums me the fuck out so I, whenever people, you know, like send me a link about it or ask me about it, I'm like, it's an extreme bummer. That's a human child. Please don't be a be a weirdo and like send his mother death threats or, you know, call her a liar or whatever. That's, I mean, I, I, I read an entire baby. book on Paul is dead conspiracies back in high school. And like, oh yeah, that, yeah. so I can I completely understand the the instinct to be like, what there's this like secret hidden world beneath the thing I love that's fucked up and weird, but it's like the true thing. And then you realize, yeah. like, then you just take like a half second to think about it. Yeah. It's like, wait, the difference is no. that, that these days, like, like somebody can go on Twitter and just constantly, you know, or on Instagram and just leave constant comments on, on, you know, on every, every, if like, if Paul had an Instagram, it would just be like constantly filled with, Tell us the truth. We know that you're not really him. And then, you know, every time he tweets, like, a million mentions going, Paul is dead. Paul is dead. You know, Paul Paul like. doesn't have an Instagram, but he has an Insta-Ram where he just posts the cover of, of the Ram you. album 80 times a day. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, Paul McCartney's Ram is one of the, maybe the best post-Beatles uh, album, uh, Fight Me. You know, I'm going to recommend, just from what you've, what I know about you and your, uh, maybe you should, I think you should listen to Harry Styles' solo album. Okay. What, what's, uh, what's, that, very, what's that? It's very, it's very classic rock. Okay. And, and it's the one that it's, it's been kind of infuriating since he came out and now all of like the serious male, uh, music reviewers are like, Oh yeah, this, this guy's pretty good. It turns out maybe all this time is, Oh, he's good now. It's like, no, he was good the whole time. It's just, it's now he's, you know, he's not in a boy band. So you feel like you're allowed to take him seriously. So it's the same thing that happened with uh, Justin Timberlake when he started going on SNL. It's like, oh yeah, this guy's pretty funny. Yeah, now that all the all the the boys are doing their various solo pursuits, it's a bunch of you know wankers being like, oh, it turns out, turns out he can sing. It's like, yeah, you remember he like won a singing contest. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's one of those things that that's always kind of bugged me is like One Direction isn't for those dudes, but like yeah. everyone is so like just looking to find a reason for it to be bad it was the same thing with twilight where like it's well it's things that teen girls like yeah are automatically Twilight is bad 
Well, Twi- Twilight is bad. Twilight is bad. But I the, mean, I mean, the writing is bad. Yeah, the writing is bad. But like the people that were the most angry about Twilight were like dudes in their late thirties. Okay, actually, that tracks because no one on this earth hates Twilight more than Robert Pattinson, and I think it's hysterical. That is true. It's I think no one on this. I think no one on this earth has more reason <laughs> to hate it. Than but like, even when he was in it, he just hated it. It was so funny. It was clear. was, it was, was clear. he the vampire or the werewolf? He was the vampire. He was the vampire. Which one was the werewolf? The werewolf also dated Taylor Swift. Oh, shit. His, his name is also Taylor. Taylor. Oh, Taylor Lautner. Lautner. Right. Lautner. I don't know. I, I, I remember I remember that boy now. Yeah. See, I don't know anything about One Direction, but apparently I know a lot about who Taylor Swift has dated. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I just know a lot of stuff about things that teens like, which is as, as the older I get, the weirder it gets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I had sort of embraced my, like, Oh, I just love dad shit as I've gotten older. But like, I I really like how just into teen culture you are. Well, see, the problem is that you're in the you're in the middling demographic because the two largest demographics for teen shit, um, which I know this specifically because this actually applies a lot to YA books, is teens is like 14 to 24 year olds and then moms. Like forty-five yeah. to like sixty-year-olds is the second largest group, like consumer of teen content. So you're just like in the middle demographic right now. So as you keep getting older, yeah. it'll get less weird again. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, if we're being uh, honest, being a, a teen article. is a mindset. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not. Yeah. Well, there was an article I read that was like talking to you know adults who love One Direction, and it was you know somebody's somebody's mom who you know it's, who got into them by going along with her kid and, and then was you know genuinely loved them, and, and her quote was like. One Direction reminds me that I'm going to die, and I love it <laughs> to see this youth and vitality dance upon stage. That's it reminds pretty, me of my own. That's mortality. pretty metal. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fucking metal. Yeah. Oh yeah, I like this thing because yeah, it reminds me of my mortality. Yeah. I've fucked my husband in three years. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, One Direction is is, is extremely metal. <laughs> Apparently, the fans and are. I, as as somebody who is 35 and and. Uh, loves these these boys who are between the ages of twenty three and twenty five. Oh, it those are young boys. Like, those are young boys. It's a lot of a lot of times my feelings, and I feel like I don't even often like nobody really understands the true depth of my feelings about One Direction because I don't talk about it because I get embarrassed that I feel this this strongly about these these millionaire children that I don't know. But it's it's I've realized that my feelings about One Direction are sort of my way to outsource my emotions. So it's a, it's like maybe I, you know, instead of feeling these these things about my own life, I can express these feelings via thinking about these millionaire idiot children that I don't know. <laughs> to be to be worried about their friendships and their emotions instead of my own. I'm actually pitching a sitcom called Millionaire Idiot Children to CBS next week. Um Though I think I still have an NDA on that, so I don't know if I should talk about it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> there was God. a rumor. I don't. I don't think it's coming to to pass that Zayn was going to uh, partner with Dick Wolf to make a show called Boys. Whoa! Is now now would it be part of the Law and Order franchise? Probably no. Law and Order Boys. Bum, bum. <laughs> Pretty sure that's just boy SVU. unit. Law and Order boy unit. Perfect. Print it. (laughs) No, it was going to be about a boy band, but I haven't heard anything about that in quite a while. One of of my favorite Twitter accounts right now, 
I can't even remember what it's called, but it just retweets uh, images of Ice Cube's character <laughs> yeah. uh, from Law and Order, listing off the names and then symptoms of fake drugs. Yeah, uh, I've seen that one. Like there was one that was like a, a drug burrito from Gowanus. I think I've had one of those. Uh, oh, yeah. If you've ever been to Oaxaca in Gowanus, that burrito is, is like drugs. It's so good. I, a fun fact about me, speaking of Law & Order, is that I've only ever seen one episode of Law & Order. Oh, my God. I've seen so many episodes of Law & Order that like I can turn on any episode and be like, oh, I know what happens in this one. I've seen this. And I can just leave it on. And it, the only, the only episode, episode I ever watched was because it was uh, guest starring Patrick Stump from Fall Out Boy. Which is a, a previous in in uh, previous and yet ongoing intense musical fandom of mine as well. Literally nothing about that that sentence surprises me. <laughs> I'm very I'm very true to my brand. I don't I don't hide nothing anymore. I, yeah, I was going to say like of, about shame. of all of the people that I know on the internet, and we know each other in real life, but primarily through yes, the we, internet. We actually met in real life. That's how we know each other. Yeah, yeah, we we met we met IRL at. Uh, I'm not saying that John Hodgman has a semi-regular show in Brooklyn. Uh, I'm not saying that. But if he did, there's a chance we could have met there in person. We may or may not have met in a basement. We may or yeah, we may or may not have met in a, a basement with other other nerds I'm who reading, seem to yeah. only enjoy podcasts. I'm reading about uh, these boys now, and apparently Zane deleted his Twitter because he kept getting anti-Muslim slurs. Mm. He brought it back. His, his yeah. He well, brought it and back. And also because he, he but yeah, again he, he got has, he got harassed a lot. Yeah, but again, that's pretty chill to have like an international pop star that's also Muslim and is like, yeah, that's who I am. Yeah. Yeah. And now that he's like his solo merch, pro Palestine, like, which is what started people being mad. Oh. It's it's been cool in his solo merch that he's like sold shirts that you know. Like it's a shirt that has his name on it, and then has a shirt that has his name on it in Arabic, and then a shirt that has his name on it in Urdu. Yeah, apparently oh, wow. he speaks Arabic and Urdu. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, because he's 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 very he's unsurprisingly very popular in predominantly Muslim countries. So sure. like, his his solo work was, was did very well there. the The only research I went I did before this episode was I searched One Direction conspiracies on my phone. And about five years ago, maybe, I saw a video of when One Direction played at Universal Studios, like, mm -hmm. in the lake, I think. They were, like, on a boat or, like, playing on an island or something. Mm -hmm. And I saw video footage of, like, the traffic jam to get in and that, like... They were turning people away like a mile down the highway mm -hmm. and like at, it was just all this video of, of these thousands and thousands of girls crammed around this little lake. And when those sweet, sweet boys went by on their speedboat for boys, people lost their fucking minds. And yeah. it, and it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, no OK, boat chase through a swamp. The, it is it is no boat chase through a swamp with uh, Sheriff J.W. Pepper, I can tell you that much. But um, it was it was interesting to see what essentially looked like the Beatles at Shea Stadium footage of just yeah. like it, it. It didn't matter how close or how far away you they were, just being in the same zip code as One D had people freaking out. 
And like And it's also if I if I may interrupt, yeah. it's not just being being near one D, it's also being with fellow fans. Sure. Um because uh, that's another point, important thing about 1D fandom is that you make friends with other fans who, who share your obsessions and share your weirdnesses and, and understand when you're like, and you're like, oh, yeah, that 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 uh, brand of soda is totally Louie. And they're like, that is totally Louie. Because uh, I've only I've only in a very um, small scale because uh, I, I got into One Direction shortly before, like I, I went full direction shortly before they went on hiatus. So I've never seen them live. And it's that's a disappointment in my life, and oh. and whenever they do come back, it will be it will be a, a post Zane. So I'll never I'll never see experience the true madness of being in a stadium with sixty thousand other screaming fans. But I did go to a, a concert, uh, an album release show for DNCE, which is Joe Jonas's of the Jonas Brothers' uh, new outfit, and oh. I got to be. And it was it was at a very small venue, and I was very close to the stage, and it was very exciting. DNC and I, but I got to, stands you know, for Democratic National Cyber Enforcement. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, how would one identify as a soda <laughs> a, a soda as so Louis? What what exactly are the ar- archetypes of these five boys that we're playing off of here? I feel like a uh, Louis would be like an Aaron Ciata. Or maybe no, maybe uh, the San Pel- I'm just gonna go uh, some San Pellegrino maybe flavors. And that, what does that uh, what does that like, say about him? I'm not uh, understanding that, I think that he would part. Maybe be a, like a pomplamoose. He's sort of sort of bitter and tangy, but it's it's still refreshing. Okay. Like like the archetypes are very much uh, you know Zane is, is is the very like arty kind of kind of broody one, but you know a, a dorky deep down. And uh, so Dr. Liam is, is, yeah, yeah. Uh, Liam is, is sort of the, the like the most uh, chummy and, and uh, steadfast. He's the, you know, he's the one who'll come over and build you a house. So he's, you know, just probably a, a nice standard Coca-Cola classic. Um, or he could also be like a sundrop. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've never even heard of that one. It, it's a, it's a, um, re- it's, like it's a regional soda. Carolina's uh, mellow yellow-y beverage. Yeah. Uh, uh, Harry is the more like kind of the, the, the will of the wisp, you know, weirdo, arty one. So I don't know, maybe like a clearly Canadian or maybe an Orbitz. An Orbitz. That's, I think that's a good Harry is an Orbitz. Okay. And then, and then Niall is uh, just the, the like down to earth and, uh, uh, you know, the sensible and, and, and fun. Pal around with you. Didn't we so miss maybe... one? No, I started with Louis. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, um, if, if we're doing this, then, then which uh, of the members of One Day, which, what's the matchup between One Day and Run the Jewels, the other greatest band in the world? Who who is who? I don't know Run the Jewels well enough to see that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, there's only two I of them. I know the songs, but I don't know. There's only two of them, so it, it's just a 50-50 if, if Zayn is Killer Mike or LP. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, don't, I lose this one. One, one of... Uh, when, their, when the new Run the Jewels album came out on vinyl, I went to Amoeba Records and bought a copy. And the woman said, Now, do you want the version that comes with the pendant? And I went, Absolutely, I do. 
course I want the version that comes with a pendant. And it did. It came with this big, like, fake gold pendant that's very heavy of their symbol. Uh, so I took it home and put it on my stuffed This Is Fine dog. Very good. Now, speaking of merch. Yes. I want you to, I want you to know that as I'm recording this, I'm looking at my two different One Direction calendars that are up on the wall. Ooh. Uh, and then uh, Emma is lying on top of a uh, pillow in the shape of an E that's made of One Direction fabric. Uh, in my bedroom is a One Direction pillow and a One Direction uh, fleece throw. And uh, I also have some One Direction duct tape in there. Um, <laughs> what? Have, uh, what, what makes it has, One uh, Direction duct tape? Is it like a picture of them the picture, on the their tape? Faces. It's got their faces all over it. Uh, my laptop is covered in some One Direction stickers. Um, I have some some One Direction Valentines. I've given most of those away. And then in my freezer, I have a One Direction poster because uh, the Valentines came with a poster. And I thought, what would be the funniest place for me to put this? And turns out it's inside the freezer. And that was over a year ago. <laughs> it's still in there. And guess what? It's still funny every time I open it. Oh, so that's amazing. So it's hung up in the in freezer. The pr- it's yeah. not just rolled in the no, freezer. No, that's amazing. Okay. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's really funny. We have I, I will say, calendar, I have only purchased for myself. I've only bought for myself one item of One Direction merch. Everything really? else has been a gift to me. The reason I have two calendars is because I was given one. And, and, then, I was, and then like a friend gave it to me for as for um, cat sitting for her. And then for Christmas, my brother gave me the other one. And then I had two calendars up the whole year. And then and then this year I was like, God, if I have to go back to one calendar, it's going to be so rough. But no, I got two calendars for Christmas. But now we're in a post-Zane era, so there's not Zane on any of the calendars. But the um, one thing I bought was a third calendar for my desk at work. <laughs> that's amazing. That's... Now, now is this a... Is this, this a uh, one-a-day rection calendar? No, it's... Uh, just, just the months, hmm. but it tends so, to be um, whichever you know. If it's uh, you know June right now, I'm looking at it's all all the boys. But if it is say uh, February, it would both be pictures of Harry because his birthday is in February. Oh, got so it first. Got it. So um, before we wrap up, are there any uh, other topics in One Directiona that uh, you? would like to cover that we haven't yet one direction alia one i'm sorry i thought the show was going to go two hours <laughs> oh it could very easily go four if we wanted it to because <laughs> there's just just so much well i uh can you can you wager a guess how many times i've seen the movie oh there's a movie that's what drove me over the edge and so, well <laughs> i knew i knew i was like the minute i watch one direction this is us everything's going to change I knew sure. going in, and I watched it uh, two bottles of Prosecco deep after midnight. Excellent. And, Good. And then I was like, yep, this is it now. Ball so hard, motherfuckers want to find you. Uh, I'm going to wager thinking... you've watched it like 15 times. I was going to say nine, but that seems a little too Ten. conservative. Oh, hell yeah. 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 It, yeah. One of my favorite things to do is to make people watch it with me. Okay. So if, if you ever want to, wanna, you know, get down over some Google Hangout and watch the One Direction movie together, we could have a wild old time. That could be a fu- that could be a fun bonus episode. Just record that, <laughs> record the audio commentary. <laughs> <laughs> just the just the Skype call without any context. Yep. As long as I can bring my own prosecco. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Now, uh, now are, 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 would the would the one D boys uh, have frowned upon my indulging in a jazz cigarette during this uh, proceedings, or are they or are they straight edge? Oh no, 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 no! They'd be very fine with it. Okay, okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they are. They are not the cliquey cliquey squeen. Yes, they're not. Yeah, they're, cliquey they're squeen. Cliquey squeen. Yeah. You know, I saw cliquey squeen uh, open for Umphreys McGee. Uh, at Bonnaroo about 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So, um, so wrapping her up, uh, if you could give a, 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 your sort of final summation on, on those sweet, sweet boys and in one day. And why you think people would be into them. Given everything if we've covered and how cliquey queen they are. If you want to feel... The heights of joy and then depths of suffering all while listening to some some bopping tunes and looking at some good good gifts get into one direction all right hell yeah sounds pretty good um so if people wanted to find more uh whitney related content on the internet where would they go uh, i am on twitter at whitney arner that's W-H-I-T-N-E-Y-A-R-N-E-R. Uh, I have a podcast called I Haven't Seen That, which can be found wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. It's a very good uh, program. A, it's a podcast. It's a, uh, Brandon has been on. Uh, it's, a, it's a podcast about friendship, I call it. The, the title has very little to do with the... Is the very first episode is, is my very first conversation ever with my uh, co-host. And oh, really? We're, yeah, we had never spoken to each other. Uh, we'd, you know, been friends on Twitter and they were like, let's do a podcast, let's do a podcast. And we just, it's like, let's just do it. And so, you know, we came up with a title that ended up not having anything. So now we just, it's just a, a nice conversation, but now we're best friends and now we have a nice conversation, you know, uh, once every week or once every week, we, 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 uh, the schedule has, has dropped a bit. It's become a little erratic because he has a baby now and we can't always record. And we've, we've stopped again, stopped having guests because he has a baby now and it's hard to schedule everything. When a baby is involved. Yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, a podcast is more important than a baby. So that sounds like it's I, his I, failing, not yours. Yeah. I'm going to, and uh, if you want to find Emma the cat, let me see if I can get a chirp out of her. Oh, there I it was. It. I heard it. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I started showing Beth pictures of Emma a couple weeks ago, and she immediately fell in love. I did. I, I... Uh, I love her very much. This is actually the the our four month anniversary. I got her four months. Oh, oh, yeah. Tomorrow she's is a, she's uh, her favorite. Her wow, you guys didn't ask me who my favorite was. Oh shit, that is like a wow. Okay, that is a massive uh, oversight on I our mean, part. We talked a lot about Zane, but I think that was just because that was the only one we knew. So who yeah. is your favorite? Which of which of which of the boys? And I'm gonna put in some like very dramatic music right here as you. Dramatically pause and tell well, us was, which of your boys very, is the favorite. I did recently change my favorite. Oh. For, and that is a thing that happens. People's favorites change. For a long time, my favorite was Liam. But my new fave for 2017 is Niall. All right. Oh, shit. You now, heard it here first, folks. Now, was this an honest choice or was this a political choice? Like, was there, was there pressure to change? No, Niall had a very strong 2016. He really blossomed. And he's, now, his, uh, his solo material is, is definitely the stuff that I'm most into. It's very singer-songwritery, gentle, Irish uh, 
Jan. Gentle Irish boys. And we, uh, do you think you'll you'll continue to vote for him for the midterms, the one D midterms? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stand. I'm, I'm standing by Niall. Yeah, definitely. Probably through the That's through the fair. rest of the year. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. You're, uh, you're very much a party over country person. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think he's the only Irish one, so that's a weird analogy. Oh shit, you're right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's but, the only Irish one. I just I needed right. to find some way to uh, shit in the GOP in this episode. <laughs> is there anything else you want to plug other than your uh, podcast and One Direction? Uh, I I don't know. Uh, I I think those cap? are my main projects. Uh, 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 Google me. No, don't, because then you'll just get the Whitney Reynolds, who's a Chicago area TV host, who is the bane of my existence. She's wrecked my SEO. Uh, well, Brandon has the same name as the guy who owns what, Riot Games? Yeah, the CEO of Riot Games. Oh. Yeah. And, and about twice a year now, I'll, I'll get an email from from somebody. And it's really people that, like, I've known for a while. They're like, hey, are are you the CEO of Riot Games? No. I'm just like, no, no. If I had league no? money, I wouldn't be at a writer's group in North Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of, you can find Brandon and his writing... Yes, you can find me all over the internet uh, at Hell Yes Brandon on all of the various platforms. Um, you can I, I'm editing the Simpsons show again, which is which is fun. And uh, my sketch team, the Pinup Squirrels, has a show at Second City Hollywood this Saturday at uh, 9:30. It's ten dollars. Um, our guest is an MMA guy who can remove his teeth. Um, it's actually a real, a really, really good collection of sketches uh, this month, and those ladies are all delightful. So if you're in the Hollywood area, uh, come check it out. Um, you and can... Dibbler Comics, as oh always. Oh my god! And you can find me on the internet everywhere at at Girladactyl. Um, we, I'm currently working at uh, the Hollywood Fringe Festival, which is going on for the month of June. Previews just started this week. Uh, I am stage managing four different shows at Studio Stage in uh, Koreatown. Uh, they're all really great. The whole fringe programming is really great, but come see the shows I'm working because then you get to hang out with me if you're in Hollywood, and they're all pretty good. Uh, and you can find all of that info on HollywoodFringe.org. There's also like opening night parties and all kinds of stuff. It's it's a it's a great organization. I'm happy to not be producing this year, but it's a great organization. Yeah, I'm so so fucking glad to not be doing fringe this year. Uh, so yeah, that's all I've got going on. That's just consuming. It's consuming my month of June. Yeah. It's just, just fringe all the time. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to really see her until like mid July. You didn't see me at all yesterday, basically. Yeah. Uh, but I did take a really good couch nap. Uh, you can follow, mm. make sure you're following me on Twitter as my tweets will inevitably get more and more crazed as the month goes on. Oh yeah. Exhausted Beth shit posts are the fucking best. So there you go. Maybe I'll get into One Direction to give me a new thing to shitpost about. Yeah. You can follow all of One Direction on Twitter at uh, Harry underscore Styles, uh, Official Nile, Liam Payne, uh, Louis underscore Tomlinson, and Zayn Malik. Brandon loves that you knew those. I knew he would. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm... I, I was just terrified that I fucked one of them up. I was trying to pull... Liam, used to, Liam until recently was real underscore Liam underscore Payne, but now he's a big boy doing a solo thing. Oh. He, so al- he also it. just became a father. I was trying to I was trying to remember if Greg Fingers Taylor and Mac McAnally and band leader and musical director Michael Utley have Twitter accounts, but I don't think they know what Twitter is. 
Yeah, sorry. All right, well, uh, you can find the podcast online at, at IntuitPod, <laughs> um, and at uh, I think you'd be into it on Facebook. If you have an idea for uh, an episode that you want to pitch us, please email us at IntuitPod at gmail.com. And hey, gang, uh, subscribe, like us on the iTunes, leave a rating, leave a review. It's super helpful. It is. Still still waiting for somebody to claim that Mountain Goats CD. Oh, yeah. Um, as always, thank you to Kalen West and Tiny Stills for the use of our theme song, Starting Over is a Lot Like Giving Up, from the album Falling is Like Flying. She did, in fact, fulfill the Kickstarter for her new album, so look out for that in 2017. There was a live stream of the, uh, the album where she played it, but I missed it because I was working and I was very upset. Yeah, though she um, did announce that she hit her stretch goal and fucking Sarah Watkins. Yep, Sarah Watkins is going to be playing on it with her. The Watkins family in Nickel Creek and a yeah. bunch of other good fiddle related things so uh check that out i'm sure we'll tell you more about it as it goes because um we're basically just a free promo for kaylin right now because i love her so much all right uh that's all any other any other wrap-ups from you folks before i reach the point where i start threatening to uh unplug brandon's mic if okay which which 1d member is which grateful dead keyboardist oh my god no no Because I think Niall is definitely a Ron Pigpin McKernan. Oh, my God. Um, have there even been that many keyboardists? There have. Oh, God. Uh, uh, Louis is is 100% a Keith God Joe. Uh, you made that name up. I did not. Keith God Joe. Uh, a husband of Donna, Donna Jean God Joe. Um, oh, God. Uh, uh the next I was say Beth is a very strong woman. One. I I just I he's he's losing. You lost which, the joke. Which, nope, uh, too late. You delayed too much. You delayed too what, much. Okay, okay. Whitney, her, thank her you so is, much for joining us Brent today. Midland. I'm cutting him off. Harry um, Burton Midland. Um, um and uh, the the, the uh, Louis is 100% Bruce Hornsby, though he wasn't technically a full member. So he would be more of like a Louis twice. You did say oh, Louis twice. I did twice. say Louis twice. Podcast ended. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you you've lost your podcast play. privilege today. No, you, you fail at playing One Direction. Yeah, podcast over. I already said it. You don't get to say it again. You were cut off. I put the I put the music cue in. It's Denied. over. When I say it's over. Denied. I will say. I will. I will say. Maybe. Maybe this this podcast doesn't know it's beautiful, and that's what makes it beautiful. <laughs> Is that a one D thing? Yeah, yeah. That was their first big song. That that was, I think, the most Ron Pigpin McKernan y quote okay. you, of one day you could have picked. I'm gonna go do the laundry. I hate you. Podcast <laughs> over. Yeah.